0: You're listening to ArtSpeaker, the official podcast of ArtSpeak. I'm your host, Trevor St. Aubin. Every week, we converse with artists of all mediums. We talk about success, critique, challenges, and the role of the artist today.
1: I feel like handpoke tattooing is kind of a mirror of my personality. I'm a very meticulous, slow-paced, like easygoing, very relaxing person and hand poke tattooing is exactly that.
0: Hello, beautiful people. You just heard from Corey Wise of Whoops Tattoo. He is the only hand poke tattoo artist in Indy, and he's just an awesome dude. Uh, He has done tattoos on me and my wife, and he's amazing. I would argue he is almost perfect. Um, in the podcast, man, we just talked about how he just can get obsessive about things and how meticulous he is, um, which is so beneficial to him as he's uh, just poking people uh, with the needle. Uh, but, yeah, man, I'm a big fan of him. I'm excited just to see him grow. But, um, yeah, I hope you guys like this and just hear from... Somebody who I consider uh, a master uh, craftsman. So, hope you guys like it. It is Art Speaker with Corey Wise.
1: Tattooing has kind of taken the reins, you know, for mm-hmm. the, the front burner of my life. Yeah. Um, so, I've been focusing a lot on that. I haven't been playing a lot of music. Did you, uh, did you grow up playing? No. Um, I grew up. With art and sports, okay. basically, um, did a lot of sports mainly. My my parents and my grandparents really pushed me into Crazy. that. Uh, Would
0: you play all of them? Well,
1: okay. basketball, baseball. Did you like gravitate
0: towards one? I was really good at basketball. Okay. Uh,
1: football, not so much. I mm-hmm. wasn't like super into the contact yeah. aspect of that, <laughs> but I, I had fun. You know, when yeah, I wasn't yeah, getting yeah. hit. But basketball was my sport. Yeah, I was tall and fast. And uh, I played with a lot of white kids. So (laughs) so you have an advantage. (laughs) Maybe. I'm not going to say that. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, sports were my thing growing up and got into high school. Sports got real political. Mm,
0: That's so. Yeah. Dude, I remember back home, um, one of the guys, like, he went to Michigan to play football. He wasn't that good. He was just huge. Sure. That helps. I think he was like. He was 6'6", yeah. like 350 pounds, that, just like a that big dude. That can be a ticket right there. Um, But I remember he used to carry his, or just keep his Letterman jacket in the back of his car <laughs> at all times. So if he ever got pulled over, anything happened, people oh would see. I Like so many cops let like high school kids go. Yeah, yeah. Which is so weird to me because if I see, like, I mean, now I'm like an adult and I look back, I'm like, Dude, like, what you're setting these kids up for failure? I know, to like, you can, yeah. like, football players. They ruled yeah. the school. Yeah, totally. It was insane. Yeah, they were the
1: popular kids, and now, you know, once ten years out of high school, they're the yeah, kids that are like, they
0: like the peak, lowest, of the you know? low. <laughs> yeah, peaked a little <laughs> early in their life. Yeah, yeah.
1: Fortunately for me, I feel like my peak is not even coming. Yeah, you know, I'm like still <laughs> That's good. riding that. Slope. That's dope. Yeah,
0: yeah. So mute, like, what? you just got started doing Ableton live or did you start playing an instrument? Um, I started playing guitar when
1: I was 16 around the time I kind of fell out of sports. Okay. Uh, I was, it was
0: that just like a natural.
1: Yeah, it all kind of, it's funny. Um, a friend of mine I went to high school with, um, was like kind of a polar opposite of who I was. Mm -hmm. I was at the time super into hip hop. I had a a older cousin who was very influential on Mm -hmm. me and uh, he was super into hip hop and rapping and stuff. So at that time in my life, I was interested in that as well because I was hanging out with him a lot and uh, I hadn't really found myself yet. Sure. And one day in high school, this friend of mine, we came up with this whole plot to change lives for a day. So we swapped clothes, oh, like try to change I, okay. personalities, <laughs> I swapped
0: iPods. Like, we're going to like give back to the community. No, no, no. Like,
1: no. Yeah. We sw- swap, became each other for a day in yeah. high school. Yeah. And, uh, that's crazy. We had, you know, the old classic iPods and we ended up swapping those. Okay. So I ended up hearing music off of his library. And there I
0: discovered Jimi Hendrix for the first time. Oh, that's crazy. And that changed my life. Wow. Like, how did you tell me what was the first song? um what is and it? then what like how catfish blues jimmy okay. Hendrix? what was like because i have distinct memories of listening to certain songs and certain bands and it just like yeah blows my mind i know yeah what was like how was that experience for you
1: it was heavenly yeah. if i could describe it in one word um i'd never like really heard anything like mm-hmm. that before my mother uh also kind of had me in like listening to a lot of hip-hop yeah. growing up I remember a lot of Eminem, which yeah. is funny. Uh, so I hadn't really been exposed to that kind of stuff before. And it was just like a whole new world to me.
0: Yeah. And, uh, that's I was not sold really. after
1: that. Totally changed my life and started playing guitar. Yeah. What hip hop are you listening to?
0: Currently? Or, or, or I'm sorry, it was like Eminem. Yeah, I remember a lot of Ludacris. I was okay. a huge Ludacris fan. Dude, I just remember that red light district music video yes. where he had like Donkey Kong <laughs> hands or whatever. <laughs> Ludacris is a trip. Yeah. He's he's crazy. Yeah. And I still I mean,
1: love Ludacris. Yeah. I, I I listen to a lot of hip hop still, mm-hmm. but um yeah, that so time of my life just totally. That's changed me. crazy. Yeah. So you
0: just do you just start learning Hendrix songs or you just No,
1: not off the bat. Okay. Uh, I started exploring like more classic rock, you know, some of the legends mm-hmm. and just started Strumming around, I had a couple friends at the time who also played guitar, Mm -hmm. which helped a lot because we were a bit competitive with each other, trying to learn these cool licks and chords and stuff. And I don't know, it all just kind of propelled itself. It feels like, and that kind of took up my life for a long time. Did Um, you ever play bands? I never played in a band that played a show. Oh, I played with like groups of people, and we just never. Is that that sad for you? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. But uh, hope is not lost, right? So. With tattooing in my life now, mm-hmm. I think once that becomes something that is sustainable and full time for me, I'll be able to return to music. Sure, and start putting more time into that. So it's not gone. It's something I'm very passionate about. I love, like I said, working on Ableton Live and like mm-hmm. making beats. I still love playing guitar. Mm. It's just not the priority at the moment. Yeah, uh, tattooing's. Definitely taking that over. Yeah. I've got a passion that's, for that as yeah.
0: well. No, that's uh because I'm just like dabbling with Ableton. It's a lot of fun. Which I think it's a lot of fun. Um I get overwhelmed at like the infinite amount of possibilities. Yes. that like that's one of the, the hard things I think with art in general is um I feel like an art piece is never really complete. Absolutely. Because you can always add to Definitely, it. yeah. And it's It's a challenge just to like, enough is enough. Yeah, you know. Oh, imagine
1: that with tattooing someone. Oh yeah, you know. Every tattoo I do, I feel like I could sit there forever.
0: Uh Uh, But
1: you know, it's already been like three hours. Maybe is that
0: an intuition thing for you? Like, I mean, because I know when you like design, like you designed me and my wife's, and it was very simple, and we love it. But is it a thing? You are like it. You just like know it's done. I guess. Yeah, I, I guess I.
1: I feel like I sometimes have to force myself to say that it's finished. Cause like I said, I could sit there forever and like nitpick these tiny little things about Uh it. And I think I just have to come to a point where I'm like satisfied with it, you know, Mm -hmm. but it could, it's never done. Like you said, I, I could sit with a piece for an eternity. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did you, um, after, well, so you're doing Ableton. How did you get into tattooing? Was that something you were always doing? No. Uh, I got into tattooing uh, because did of- Did you a, do another switcheroo <laughs> with somebody else? So. No, no. I
1: wish that was the story. That'd be pretty cool. But uh, yeah, it was a bad breakup, actually. Mm. Um, you know, highs and lows in no. life. Uh, the lows always bring great
0: new things. Which is weird. It's so weird. It is very- It's I, I can't remember who I was talking to, but it's so much easier to access pain than it is joy. Oh, Absolutely. We pay do you we know, do for life with Could pay. you guess why? I couldn't. Yeah. I don't. Because it's easier for me to write a heartbreak song than like yeah. a song about my wife. Sure. Who's like yeah, in yeah, my yeah. corner
1: forever. Right. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It is something we all experience though. And this, yeah. you know, this came to me in one of those low points where I was uh, really heartbroken, really lost. Mm. And that shed some new light in my life. Yeah.
0: So uh, like, yeah. So, I mean, you went through a, a rough time. How does... How does tattooing, Uh, how did that happen? You know, I, so I
1: had been tattooed many times before I started tattooing and grew up drawing. I did a lot of drawing. I was really good at like looking at things and drawing them. Mm -hmm. I never um, completely studied fine arts by any means. I was always just self-taught. Same with music. I never took any lessons. I always found it out on my own. Um, But with tattooing, I... I never knew uh, hand-poked tattooing was a thing. Sure. Never really thought about it. You know, I'd always gotten machine tattoos. So one day I found on Instagram, actually, um, a hand-poked tattoo account. Hmm. And started looking into hand-poked tattooing and realized it was really different. Yeah, Uh, Really interesting because you were doing it with your hands, right? I'm really good at anything I can do with my hands. That's
0: who i Wait, am did as a you draw person. as well i did You're i drawing, drew a okay. lot
1: growing up um once i realized what hand poke tattooing was
0: uh i became obsessed with it yeah and started researching it what um, is it about hand poke tattooing that's really appealing to you to me personally um i feel like hand poke tattooing is
1: kind of a mirror of my personality hmm. i'm a very meticulous slow pace like easygoing, very relaxing person and hand tattooing is exactly that. Sure. Like manifested in this, I don't know, uh, manipulating form. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it resonates with me though. Every time I sit down to tattoo, I get in my zone in my workflow. And every time I'm finished with the tattoo, I get like this wonderful rush of energy. Sure. Well, I'm I just, mean, like very excited about such it.
0: A, I, I feel like, the more disciplined artists are, the greater the reward is when you complete a piece, maybe?
1: Sure. Yeah, dedication. You know, you mm-hmm. got to be very diligent about yeah. what you're doing. Um, I personally am like probably way too hard on myself. I know a lot sure. of <laughs> artists are, a lot of people in general yeah. are, um, but I am especially hard on myself and that just, that pushes me. I got to remind myself sometimes to just relax a little bit mm-hmm. and not try to control everything um sometimes you just gotta let it be but mm-hmm. hand poke tattooing just resonated with me yeah. from the start I, yeah i fell in love with it
0: and i i've always been curious with artist or tattoo artists because i mean it's a very intricate ta- or art form but it's also an art form that has potentially like high consequence sure it because can. you're permanently marking somebody's body yeah absolutely you know? right so how i mean i know you tattooed yourself first correct absolutely um started on like a practice pad yeah well i I think i talked to alice Garrett. she said she yeah yeah practice on oranges yeah people practice on
1: oranges and grapefruits yeah it it is a similar uh i guess texture to skin Mm -hmm. it holds the ink kind of in a a similar way yeah nothing like real flesh though same with the practice pad i Realized after tattooing myself the first time the practice pad was not like real skin yeah you know so from that time on i was like all right i'm just gonna tattoo myself until i feel like i have this down and not make a mistake on somebody Mm -hmm. which is kind of a foolish thing to think because everyone makes mistakes sure
0: yeah i mean that's that's just got to be such a weird thing to like i'm willing to mark my body permanently yeah well i kind of saw it as a sacrifice you know like i really
1: wanted to learn how to do it and tattooing can be really difficult to get into. A lot of times, you know, people will go through a very long apprenticeship to get into tattooing. They're taught by people who have been doing it for a long time, which is really great. Mm -hmm. I personally didn't have that. There were no hand poke tattooers in the city before I started doing it. So I didn't have, uh, I didn't have that, uh, ability to learn from somebody else I had to take it upon myself to do it and from that from the beginning I decided I would not do anything new or anything I was intimidated by or challenged by on somebody else until I had done it on myself first so all the equipment all the different needle groupings I wanted to try all those out on myself so I started tattooing myself Uh, first few times were how was
0: the first time not great yeah yeah well, I, I went I, pretty deep on it have you seen um i get I, when you say that i imagine it's very much like have you seen memento it's a chris Nolan film i haven't seen it i'm familiar um, with that. it's one of the i believe one of the best films ever but okay. he tattoos because he's he has short-term memory loss oh okay. um and he tattoos his body to like remind him but oh he wow. uses like a pen Sure, or something. I I mean, it's probably fabricated because it's Hollywood, but, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but That's, yeah, I I uh, I imagine it would be a pretty nerve wracking experience for the first time. Uh, the first time, yeah. Uh, um, a lot of my
1: anxieties going into a tattoo have now gone. Yeah. I I feel pretty confident every time I sit down to tattoo somebody, and I realize the more confident I feel about it, the better the work is going to look in the end. I feel like um, any hesitation really shows um, in the end product mm. when I'm tattooing. So early on, you know, I did experience a lot of that, especially once I started tattooing other people, I was real nervous about that. but
0: Oh, for sure. Like yeah. I, I even feel like going from yourself to somebody else it's just like oh shit it was a big leap yeah, yeah. thankfully i had some very uh <laughs> very good
1: friends yeah. that were willing to let me do that and they actually pressured me into doing it people really once people find out you're tattooing they're like
0: tattoo yeah. me it, like-. Is, it is that's it is weird how people my wife's one of those people who will she just like will get a tattoo like on a whim yeah and that seems weird people to me. People are like I'm that. Like, what? That's I'm like, like that as well. Thing, you
1: know? Yeah. I don't know. I think tattoos are just such a personal thing, sure. you know? I, I mean, even if you are like straight up ripping someone else's idea, like not saying that you should. Mm-hmm. I would never do that. Don't like that. Mm-hmm. But that tattoo is like in your body now. And that's yeah. just such a special thing. Mm-hmm. And I think when people find out their friend's tattooing and they're gonna do it for free or whatever, people are so willing to jump mm-hmm. towards that yeah i know i would if i was on the other side of that you know yeah i would take it for free tattoo any
0: sure. day. yeah and how is I, I know you said it's it's been kind of difficult or it's difficult for tattoo artists to kind of get started how has it been for you um, um just growing a business but also like in the world of tattooing in indie because i know indies tattoo communities pretty i don't know if I say tight but that's the word i was going to say tight. Okay, as well go. yeah
1: uh, explain tight i feel like
0: uh, i I, I feel i feel like they know it's a fairly it's a fairly small group it's a small community but they seem well i guess i have some buddies who are like those like traditionalists you know yeah yeah who are a little extreme for me but i understand where they they come from definitely um but i just don't know how the experience has been for you kind of entering into it particularly having no experience right you know yeah,
1: that's a, a tough thing. Um, coming in, you know, not having a traditional apprenticeship and having being yeah. trained by someone who's been doing it for years. Uh, it wasn't easy getting my foot in the door. Um, of course, I was still doing it. I was mm-hmm. tattooing at home uh, for free for a long time. I never charged for my tattoos. I just saw it as like a, I think something I wanted to practice, an art form that I wanted to try out and Started tattooing friends and luckily, very fortunate for me, um, I think I just found the right people or maybe they found me. Mm-hmm. Everything kind of fell into place. And it was really yeah. weird. It only was a year ago that I got my studio mm-hmm. and became a licensed tattooer in the okay. city. Um, And it all kind of fell into place so perfectly. It like almost was too good to be true. And I've had things happen like that in the past. Sure. Smaller things but I learned from those instances then to not question those things yeah. and just accept it. Mm-hmm. So I did. Uh, I remember I, I, share a space with Alice Guerin now mm-hmm. and, um, she asked me about the space. She had, uh, you know, an available room there and she had heard about me or had seen my work on Instagram. We'd met maybe a couple times, but never really like talked about tattoos. But, um, I was actually getting a tattoo from her during this mm-hmm. time. So, I went to my consultation with her and she asked the question about the studio there. And I told her um, I would sleep on it. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. I was really excited on the inside, but I was like, let me think about it. This is a big deal. And I went home and immediately questioned why I told her that because obviously the answer was yes. It was the right step. So Mm -hmm. I don't know, this thing just presented itself to me and I took it and ran with it. And here it is a year later. um, I'm finally like starting to get noticed i think yeah Uh, i've been getting a lot of i found you through
0: i think alice cool i
1: believe yeah alice has been a a lot of help Mm -hmm. um she's without saying my mentor sure um we've never said that to each other but yeah yeah, it's very much like that i mean she's not teaching me to do what i do but she is been a lot of help of how to go about it you Mm -hmm. know and i've seen like learned a lot about her history coming up as a tattooer. And I feel like I've learned a lot of things Mm -hmm. just being around her. Yeah, no, she's dope, man. Alice is great. So dope. Yeah. She's one of the best tattooers in the city for sure. Mm -hmm. And um, it's funny because, you know, a year and a half ago, two years ago, I was still at home tattooing, still learning. Mm -hmm. And uh, Alice was one of the people I thought I'd want to work with in the future. You know, of anyone in the city that I knew, I was like, I feel like Alice would be someone good to get with, and yeah. maybe form a partnership with. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it kind of just happened. Yeah, and uh, I'm so happy about how that. How
0: do you um? How do you define success for yourself? <sighs> success. Um,
1: that's a tough question. I feel like the definition of that changes for me a lot too. Mm-hmm. Um, success, man. Right now, I guess when I first started tattooing, like for money realizing that, hey, I could, you know, maybe make a career out of this. At that point in time, I decided I want to be able to travel with this. I see a lot of tattooers Mm -hmm. online who do a lot of traveling and we're in the era of vast communication. So it's easier than ever right now to get linked up with people and travel. So I guess from the beginning, that was my like goal of success was Mm -hmm. being able to travel with my work because I want to see a lot of places but that's definitely still the case. But I think success for me right now has been this first year, just like staying open, Yeah, starting a business and mm-hmm. keeping it open. You know,
0: How has it been for you starting a business? Cause I feel like it's always a weird thing when your passion becomes your business. Sure.
1: Yeah. Well, those things kind of fell into place, uh, roughly in the same time on mm-hmm. like the grand scale of everything. But, uh, I still feel like <laughs> I still feel like I'm kind of just hanging out when I go <laughs> to my studio. Uh, it definitely is work, right? It's mental exhaustion, physical exhaustion. It's definitely work. Yeah, I am exhausted yeah, it's when I of, leave. A ton of like
0: concentration and definitely, focus.
1: yeah. Um, but man, I just feel like <laughs> I'm just hanging out with these people. Yeah, like doing this really cool thing. Like I'm exchanging my love energy to this person, like giving them this thing, and we're like. Maybe working on this idea for a couple weeks or like a month before the tattoo. It's just a very intimate thing that I'm sharing with one, two people at a time. And it's really special. So when I go in, I I don't know. I just feel like I'm hanging out. Sure. Just meeting wonderful people and doing dope designs. Do you
0: ever feel guilty that it doesn't feel like work or you feel like you're not working? No. Does that make sense? Uh no, absolutely not. Because I, huh. I feel
1: like I'm working, but I don't feel like I'm like working a job. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I hate working jobs. Honestly. I do.
0: <laughs> it's so weird. Like I I mean I'm 28, I'm in sales, and I've always I I've had a hard time staying at a job for X amount of time. And I was Same. like I'm like, man, am I just have really bad work ethic? But then the things I really love doing, I work so hard at, Same. and I'm like, oh, maybe I'm more creative. You're right, you're right
1: just in the <laughs> wrong place. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I mean, I'm still working a job right now. Yeah, and, um, it's fine. You know, I sure it's fine. I have good work ethic. I work mm-hmm. really hard at every job I've ever had. Um, but I won't be for much longer. I sure. think if things continue to go the way they are, hopefully, I can make that transition. Yeah. So, and-
0: can you talk a little bit about like? And, and like i and i don't want you to like i want your experience and input on like how to build the business and how to make it sustainable for yourself because sure. i think you're like smack dab in the middle of it like talk about the grind the day-to-day yeah um because i think there's a lot of things like when we went into your studio like everything was clean which at least in in, in my only tattoo experiences have been with people who are like very very clean and very that's professional good. I'm you know to and that, you had yeah. your like plaque there like i'm certified all that stuff i was like oh that's great yeah but i just be curious like what's going on today how are you trying to build it how are you trying to get to the place where this is full time that i can go travel whatever
1: yeah totally um that's uh, that's kind of a hard question to answer uh, i definitely have no business background at all sure um I'm trying to learn. I'm but you're super it.
0: passionate, and I feel like that's definitely the most important thing,
1: yeah, that's the driving force behind yeah. it all. You know, th- even through the hard times, which there have been hard times in the last sure. year, financially and like emotionally, the passion definitely keeps me going. And just my like potential, um I'm very thankful to have such great friends and wonderful clients that keep me. Keep me straight, because I'm again very hard on myself, and sure. I can think that you know I'm not good enough to be doing what I'm doing. Mm. Like I'm not going to get where I want to go.
0: Why do you think that is?
1: I don't know, man. Yeah. I think <laughs> I'm my own worst enemy. Like mm. everyone else, I guess. I don't know. It's a definitely like a mental thing. Yeah, a mental like blockage or something. Like, sure, you know, just holding yourself back, or like maybe even self-sabotaging in a way or something. I don't know. There's something very like toxic about it, but also like very comforting
0: it, it it's a weird in the
1: sadness you know it's a
0: weird like if you get too hard on yourself that's not healthy yeah but if you're not hard enough on yourself that's also unhealthy it's right. like a weird balance yeah yeah That's hard to find
1: you just got to keep pushing yourself i think and uh um, i mean for me that's been pushing like the tattoos that i've been doing um since i've started like simply the size of the tattoos i've been doing have change you know i've gotten bigger i've been doing more intricate pieces Mm -hmm. sometimes i finish the tattoo and i'm like how did i even just do this you know um and i do that a lot i make things way harder on myself than they need to be and i (laughs) always kind of like kick myself in the ass for it initially but then once the thing's finished i'm like wow that was really Mm -hmm. awesome and i'm glad i took all that extra work on and made that a challenging thing to do that keeps me growing i think sure the possibilities are still so open for me. Mm-hmm. I'm, st- I'm still a very young tattooer. Like it's my first year doing this professionally in yeah. a shop.
0: And that's, um, yeah. That's crazy. Cause your work's so good. Thank you. Being very, I appreciate How that. How long did you do it before that?
1: I s- got interested in it uh, about three years ago, uh, like okay. late 2016 was the time I had the terrible breakup mm-hmm. and like had to rebuild this, uh, you know, this body of mine and yeah. figure out where I was going and, I didn't really like start thinking I could actually do it, do it sure. until uh, I don't know two years after that, almost. Yeah. But about three years ago was when the initial uh, spark happened mm. and I got interested in yeah. the world of tattooing. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's awesome.
1: I started asking questions and like, you know, getting told you shouldn't be doing that. Like, yeah. don't do that. And like now I understand why. Yeah. How- other tattooers said that.
0: Yeah. How could you? What is The critique process in your work and how do you keep critiquing your work? If that makes sense.
1: Um, For me as a hand poke artist, um, my line work is like my biggest critique that I have of myself. Just, I mean, think about making a straight line with dots. Yeah. You know, pushing a straight line with a tattoo needle with your hand. It's not a, it's not an easy thing to do, even with mm-hmm. a machine. I mean, even more so with a machine, honestly, a straight line is fucking difficult. Sure. Am I allowed to cuss on here? Yeah. Oh, well, you already did. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, my line work is my biggest critique. Mm-hmm. The better my lines are, you know, if I can get really good tapers, really good straight lines, good curves, perfect circles. That's like my biggest critique on myself mm-hmm. and the thing I'm most proud of in a tattoo. Um, the stippling and like shading of hand tattooing for me has come very naturally. Cause I was doing a lot of stippling on paper and stuff when I was younger dots. Gotcha. Okay. Pointillism. Okay. Yes. Making cool. an image out of dots
0: is, uh, if this is a dumb question, I'm sorry. Is a good line an objective thing or is it cause all art is subjective. Of course. But I wonder if elements are, Of the artwork, are objective, like a line. See, that can, uh, I think
1: for aesthetic purposes, it could go either way. Hmm. But in terms of like technicality, like a tattooer having control over his tools, his or her tools, being able to do those things well so that the tattoo is going to last a long time, I think it's less objective there. I think it's kind of separated like a good and bad line, you know? Yeah. The longevity of the tattoo is always the concern, you know, which is difficult with hand poke too, because they can be very light tattoos at times. Mm -hmm. Um, It's important that you're saturating the areas you need saturated and getting good clean lines without going too deep and going too shallow, because then you're going to end up with stuff that falls out or you're going to blow out the tattoo and it's going to look terrible.
0: Are you, do other, do you bring other tattoo artists around you to like, Hey, hey, what do you think?
1: No, I don't okay. actually, which I was going to mention earlier when you are talking about the tattoo community in Indianapolis. Um, I feel like it is really tight, but it's also like very... Exclusive? Exclusive, yes. It feels a bit clicky sometimes, sure. yeah. um, which is fine. Uh, the city's had like kind of a rough tattoo history from what I understand. Really? And yeah, I guess a, a while ago, there was a lot of conflict between shops Someone, This was told, for me, told to me by another tattooer, but they said Indy isn't even allowed to have tattoo conventions now after this incident that happened between some tattooers in the past. I'm not what? exactly sure the history there, <laughs> but we, are, we don't have tattoo conventions here. We have tattoo shows, quote unquote, where people get on stage and show their tattoos, but we don't have conventions where people are tattooing. And that's something I'd like to see change. It's like
0: peaky blinder stuff, man. Yeah, you like that show. Silly. I've actually, I've never seen it, but I've I've watched um, the trailer enough to. It's a pretty good show. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's interesting. It is, yeah. And um, I see now like this next generation of tattooers, really great, talented people. Uh And I see an opportunity for all that to change. I think this city, the tattooing community needs to come together and. Be Would, more friends than, yeah. you know, competition.
0: Are there practical things that can be done in order to get to that place?
1: Well, obviously, just communication is the number one thing. And I, I try to talk to all the tattooers in the city. I try to find those people that I can, like, really click with. And I have found, like, a handful of them. Um, I don't have a lot of tattooing friends, though. And that's, like, my biggest problem right now. Mm-hmm. I work with Alice, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I know her more than anyone else. But um, I don't have too many tattooing friends. That's something that's got to change. And sure. I think it will the more, you know, when I start reaching out to other shops for guest spots and start traveling with my work more. Mm-hmm. Do you do you do color?
0: I do not. You no. don't do color. Um, is there a reason behind <clears throat> that? I know it's hard because I know like my skin tone, it's hard to get sure. br- vibrant color because it's like color theory. Yeah. And, I mean, so they have like this, which is. I mean, you could see it, but my the under part of my arm is a little lighter. But sure, I don't oh, yeah. know what's the is there a reasoning behind that?
1: Personally, for me, I just really like black tattoos. Yeah. I, I think black looks great on everybody. Um, so I've always stuck it with that. Also lasts longer, correct? Uh, yeah, color can fade quicker than black. Yeah, um, especially the light ones. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I personally have chose not to do color just because of the fact. Black is so cool. Yeah. I love it. I love working with black. I have heard color is really difficult to work with. I've seen people do hand poke colored tattoos. I don't think that's the best way to get a colored tattoo. I think you should be getting that done with a machine. Not saying it can't be done, but machines will definitely is it
0: mostly-
1: ensure that that tattoo is going to look great,
0: hmm.
1: you know, over the next 10, 20 years. Gotcha. But it's a personal choice for me. Okay. I just really love black ink. Yeah. It looks so
0: great on everybody. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I can see that. Um, what are the biggest challenges you're facing right now? Challenges. Um, actually, right now,
1: I've, uh, the last two weeks, I've kind of been on a hiatus. I've not been taking any appointments. Um, is that purposefully? Purposefully, yes. I recently uh, invested in an iPad and started drawing digitally, which is a very new medium for me. You pro- procreate? Procreate, yeah. yeah. Yep, I've heard a lot about it. A lot of tattooers actually use that that software. Um, So yeah, I made this transition to digital platform, and I am working on a lot of new Flash that I'm going to be releasing pretty soon. Um, So I decided to take some time to kind of figure all that out. It's been a pretty easy transition. Uh, There were some challenges, obviously, like drawing on a screen. Sure. Uh, thankfully, technology is wonderful these oh, days. Yeah, like the Apple Pencils, insane. Mm-hmm. Procreate's really great. Um, and it's also like changing my artwork just by switching the medium that I'm using. Um, I feel like it's making it a lot better. And it's certainly making things a lot easier for me in terms of like producing tattoos that could be put onto someone hmm. faster yeah, and easier. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm uh, kind of on hiatus right now, working on that, but it's not going to be for long. Yeah, I've got a lot of people knocking on the sure. door right now.
0: And then, are you are you wanting? Are you so you're just? Are you kind of doing it to fix like a creative rut, maybe, or are you just want to learn something new? Yeah,
1: actually, um, not necessarily a creative rut. I'd say um, it's you know the first year of owning my business, and uh, I've done a lot, like pretty much all custom request tattoos, which has been awesome. That's something I always want to do. I want to continue doing. Mm-hmm. It's always challenging. It puts me outside of my comfort zone. I learn new things, end up drawing stuff I would have never even thought to draw. You yeah. know, It's a lot of fun. But I feel like I want to continue developing this particular style that I had going in the beginning. And I'm kind of returning to that at this point. Um, I'm going to start taking like less custom requests, which could be, you know, harmful to my business right now. But it's something I want to do rather now than later. I feel like if I continue down the path that I am now, maybe in five years, I'm going to become known as the tattooer that does this thing when I want to be doing this thing. Yeah. And I want to try to take control of that now.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: And kind of not let my clients like dictate what it is I'm doing, you know, not that their ideas are bad. No. I've had some really awesome clients. Yeah. And done some really cool stuff with them, but um, there's a style of like geometry and organic shapes and this great stuff. Yeah. That's that I gotta be continue.
0: Tattooing is. Uh, I want to say like consumer based art. If that, in terms of, yeah, it's like painters paint a piece and then somebody buys it. Exactly. Tattooers are, what do you want done? Right. And I'm going to do that for you. Exactly. That's got to be a tough balance. But tattooers can be the painters selling the
1: paintings too. Sure. You know. Absolutely. Um, that's kind of what I want to be. I want to start pushing towards becoming that. Like mm-hmm. I said, now rather than later. Um, yeah. Um, I, I realized that just from observing and like talking to other. Tattoos who also do client-based work, like my my studio is private, so mm-hmm. every appointment is booked for a particular date, a particular time. I don't do walk-in appointments like you would see at a street shop. Um, those two types of environments are very different places, and it's going to produce different tattoos. I think. Yeah. Um, with me being a like a client-based no-hours studio, I kind of have a little bit more free reign to take control of that and start doing what i want to do
0: Mm -hmm.
1: rather that you know like i said impacts me negatively right now or positively um i just want to be doing what i want to do i guess
0: Are uh what is there a specific style you're kind of gravitating towards or like how how are you going about creating your own style well again i'm still uh
1: transitioning into the digital platform so that's been some new stuff has come up for sure. But uh, initially, like I started drawing again when I got interested in tattooing three years ago. And I just started drawing shapes and like parts of plants that I knew looked a particular way. Like I don't, when I s- sit down and draw things, I don't necessarily set out to draw something in particular. I kind of just start making things. yeah, And I end up with a sheet full of scribbles, right? You know, just random shit and. the, only a few things usually make it off the sheet and I'll transfer those on to another one and then build it up until I have a full sheet of designs that I like. Um, and out of that, I've gotten just a lot of really cool like geometry, cool organic shapes and stuff like that. Yeah. And i that's a very vague description. And but
0: did you And were you doing that as a kid too?
1: No, as a kid, I was more interested in like painting and okay. more fine art stuff. And actually I went to college for like, a semester in Chicago uh, at Columbia, uh, oh, okay. liberal arts college. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. And, you know, I was 18 at the time and super into music at that yeah. time.
0: So I didn't do any art when I was sure. there. <laughs>
1: no, uh, no visual arts. Yeah.
0: yeah. The, the, did your parents do art at all? Or uh, like, how did you get no. into creating? Um, I, my grandfather
1: uh, saw that I had a knack for it hmm. when I was younger and he kind of like, he also was the one putting me in sports right yeah. but uh
0: that's i would love to like interview because i talked to a lot of artists and i love to talk to the parents or the grandparents yeah like that'd be really yeah, cool when they were young right i saw them do this and i yeah. was like oh i wonder what and they do with the paintbrush yeah, yeah you know
1: <laughs> yeah my grandfather um okay. has honestly been a big influence in a lot of things i've done but he um uh, kind of like got me into some drawing stuff and Bought me supplies. I remember going to a couple galleries when I was yeah. younger. He uh, kind of titillated that, you know, thing inside of me, huh. the art bone. But I fell out of it as I grew up. You know, I was hanging out with friends, and you know, that time I started playing guitar, that became the focus of my life. Sure. So I just did that for a long time. Yeah. But it all came back. It was, I guess like riding a horse, you know, mm-hmm. you just hop back on the saddle and start yeah. going.
0: That's exciting to me, like hearing you like, oh, I want to do this full time and then I can start working on other art. Yeah. You know? Yes, absolutely. That's... Like I said earlier, like I, I hate working a Is job, that, so... I mean, are, it sounds like you have multiple interests in different art mediums. Yeah, um, absolutely. How do you find balance? Because I'm a person... <clears throat> I love writing songs. Yeah. Uh, I also love writing sketches. I also love writing stand-up. Oh, cool. I, love do- I love doing a ton of stuff, right but on. I have a hard time balancing. That's the like tricky which part. Which one? But it sounds like you have a good plan of, let me get this down, and then I can do other stuff.
1: Yeah, I have a plan. Um, I would not call my life balanced by any means. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely like one thing at a time kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping, though, tattooing will open up some freedoms for me to be able to focus on those things you know multiple things at a time because i definitely am going to get back into music when the time's right and i also yeah. am interested in like video mm-hmm. i've never done any video work before but i think about it all the time when i'm hearing a song or something like i want to do some video stuff in the future yeah so who knows video's
0: dope man video I think looks it's, super cool i don't i like directing And like pitching concepts. Yeah. And even storyboarding. But I don't like doing the technical work. The actual filming. It's very... Well, I could film... It's the editing. The editing. Like very technical stuff. I think I would shine there. See, I am... I would love to like... But it's just really draining for me to edit or do. And I've only done it like once or twice. Oh, man. That's like all of Ableton Live. Yeah. I know. So (laughs) I'm like kind of like... uh, I look kind of looked at it as
1: similar. You know, it's like... I mean, looking at those programs, if you have any knowledge of them at all, they are pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. You're just working with one sound and one's music. Same with like um, the digital media I just started working yeah. in. When I saw videos about that for the first time, like seeing all these brushes you could select and all these parameters you could change within the, the brush itself yeah. to change what you were doing, all the Ableton Live parts of my brain like activated they're like we've been there before we've done that it's all it's all very similar it
0: is it is interesting like a lot of art tools are very similar yeah it just yeah they're like wands it's like a magic wand Even art is just it's all like the more i've talked to tons of different artists and everyone's like the same person they just gravitate towards like (laughs) Like a different, like cuisine. Like some people like Mexican, some people like Italian. Absolutely. But they just, it's really, it's pretty fascinating. Well, I personally believe
1: uh, as human beings, we're all artists. That may sound a little cliche, but I mean, we are all here creating in many different ways. I think visual art and music always get the spotlight because Mm. they're just so.
0: (sighs) Well, I feel like, I mean, music is definitely. Probably the most accessible. Oh sure, art form. I, everybody listens mm-hmm. to music, right? Yeah.
1: I, I mean, you can't escape it. It's everywhere, yeah. just like For advertisement. Sure.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted to do, um, like a short film, but without art. <laughs> so I was like, how could I communicate? Like, cause I feel like art is like the first thing that gets cut in <laughs> schools and like everywhere. But I'm like, what if I could do a film without art? But, like, the film itself would be art. and But, like, how do you make it good enough to I can't wear... I can even picture what that would look like. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, so, there's, like, no music. I mean, but, like, I don't know. Like, the aesthetics are very bland. But how do you make it artistic enough to be interesting without being too interesting? Well, to I make, think you know what I'm talking simply
1: about? you making a point that you want to do a video like that is kind of artistic in yeah. its own way, which is yeah. ironic.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I've, I've always thought, I'm like, man, it'd be really cool. Like, how can we showcase how important art is <laughs> but then like i'm like oh we should take it away but then if we took it away no one watched it. yeah what the hell would it even be i mean i don't know yeah but that's a good segue so i mean thinking that all artists are or all people are creative um and artists what do you think the role of the artist is today in the world man um <sighs>
1: I'd have to say there's probably many roles that artists take. Um, Certainly entertainment is Mm -hmm. a big one. Yeah, Uh, Makes a lot of money. Um, We live in a capitalist society, so that's something we have to consider. Um, Joy, happiness, I think. Uh, Man, I guess that's all... I don't know. I think art is kind of just like the consciousness of humanity is like speaking hmm. you know and we all we see that? an art piece that we like you know and it speaks to us it's one person uh relaying like experiences or emotions that many different people can pick up on cuz we're all aware of this this consciousness and yeah. we're all feeling these different things all the time uh, so the role and and i'm thinking is like a visual artist, isn't a musician right now, the role is just speaking and being human, having sure. a voice, sharing your emotions with other people that are gonna resonate with that and feel it too, you know? You mm-hmm. know when you hear a wonderful song that just touches you yeah. so deep down inside, you weren't even aware of these emotions and that's just a really special thing. But I think that can be achieved many, many different ways. like. I don't know, a lawyer is Mm -hmm. an artist in a particular way. Like I I don't understand it because that's not me and I don't know that I could ever do that, but that person can in a very special way that makes them brilliant at Hmm. their their craft, you know. Yeah. And that can be kind of boiled down toward to anything that we're all doing here Hmm. on this planet, you know, we're all creating. We're trying to make this place better for the people tomorrow. Yeah. Most of us are anyway. For sure. some seedy folks out there. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, So we end with, uh, it's a speed round. Um, a speed round. Yeah, this has nothing to do with anything. So the first thing that comes to your head, just say it. Um, Ready? Ready. All right. Uh, What is, what would the last meal you would eat before Uh, you die? Taco Bell. Okay. (laughs) That's (laughs) uh, that's funny. Uh, What's your favorite word? Uh, tactile okay least favorite word I don't know I don't know if I have one okay Uh, biggest pet peeve oh uh,
1: people asking to turn the music down at a restaurant Mm. Uh, if you could
0: consume one artist for the rest of your life who would it be
1: (laughs) Mr. Carmack
0: okay Uh, if you could be one person for a day who would it be oh god Uh, Jimi Hendrix Uh, they make a movie about you who is the actor who portrays you (laughs) dave Chappelle. okay uh who's the antagonist Ooh. i uh, bill murray came to mind bill for the murray. first thing <laughs> did that be amazing that would be insane yeah that'd be amazing uh who would your love interest be Ooh. angelina jolie okay uh what's the last thing you listen to beck uh what is the first thing you'd buy if you won the lottery food probably okay <laughs> Talk about. um about. All right. So, where would you live to live out the last, like, your last years? Uh, Northwest United States. Okay. Yes. Have you been there before? I have. I've never been there. It's beautiful. I've heard it's dope. So cool. Um, that's it, man. To, do you? Where can people find you on the internet? All yeah, that stuff. People
1: can find me on
0: Instagram at the moment uh, at Whoops Tattoo, all one word.
1: I'm working on a website right now too, which Yo. is also a big part of uh, my transition right now.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, but I'm also it, in the community. You'll yeah, probably see me around. Sure. So. You're, yeah. Are you? Um, do you know when your? I mean, your books are. I guess are technically not open right now. They're but they closed will be.
1: right now. Yeah. Um. They will be open really soon.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um. Cool. Uh. Awesome, man. Well, we always end the podcast. Uh. We have like a send off i tell everybody to go do art. We know it's grammatically incorrect, but the idea is to go create, go do something productive. So would you tell everybody to go do art? Yes.
1: Everyone, go do art. Go give love to people and make this world better
0: for the people tomorrow. There it is. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, Have a good one. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Art Speaker. If you want to find out more about us and Art Speak, go to artspeak.co. You can find out everything you need to know.